Welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. My name is Kay. The enemy had taken a seat at my table and I was allowing myself to listen to Well, that's not a good thing. We are continue we are continuing to read from a book called Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table by Lou Giglio. Do you have anything to share before we get started? I don't, not today. Okay, all right then. Even though I will. On page after page in scripture, we find people in situations where life has closed in on them. It might seem logical for them to chuck their faith. We wouldn't be surprised if they turned away from God in the midst of difficulty or if they leaned toward their favorite addiction in attempt to feel better. Unfortunately, that's what too many people do when the going gets tough. You see, when life turns hard for us, we're almost always tempted to welcome the enemy at our table. But when we realize that Jesus invites us to follow him, even though life is hard, we discover the foundational truth for winning the battle for our minds. This is the depth of faith we see through the Bible. Three Hebrew young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, worshiped God in an era where King Nebuchadnezzar had commanded everybody to worship only a huge gold statue of himself. The goal of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was to be obedient to God, God's call on their lives. When the music played, the signal for everybody to fall down and worship the golden statue, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego remained standing. Because of their righteous actions, they wound up being thrown into a raging fire. What was God thinking? Surely that made no sense. They didn't do anything wrong. Shouldn't they be rewarded for their righteous living? Wasn't God for them and not against them? The faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't deflate. Instead, their faith inflated. Even on the edge of a fiery furnace, they were able to say to the king, If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Rescued out of their circumstances or left to go through the fire, either way, they would stay true to God. Or take a look at Paul and Silas. They found themselves in prison. Their crime? They set free a female slave from demonic oppression. They did the right thing. Even then, the citizens of the city of Philippi gathered in a furious mob and dragged Paul and Silas before the authorities. They were severely beaten and thrown in jail. I can't imagine, Kay. I just can't imagine. Paul and Silas were trying to honor God. They'd been on a mission trip, and this is what they got. Nobody would have faulted them if they had abandoned the faith 
or whined and complained or turned to some sort of an addiction and attempt to quell their pain. But no, it was midnight, their feet fastened in stocks, their backs were bloody and raw, and Paul and Silas were praying and singing songs of praise. That's a faith that inflates during difficult times. I look at Paul and Silas, at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and all the people throughout Scripture who encountered times of intense trouble yet went bigger with their faith. And I marvel. The prophet Habakkuk stated it clearly when he cried out, Even though the fig trees have no fruit and no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no grain, even though the sheep all die and the cattle stalls are empty, I will still be joyful and glad because the Lord God is my Savior. Woo! Woo is right. (laughs) I mean, think about being thrown into a fiery furnace like they were. That is insane. But having enough faith to know that the God they serve, either way, you know, either way, whether they, you know, burned up, but then God ended up in the furnace with them. Because when they looked in there, they saw four and not three. And they're going like, who is this person? But in the book of Daniel, if you continue to read that, it changed lives. It did. Because they realized those that were people, all those people that were bowing down to the idol of the king, the bronze idol that was made in his image, uh, realized that, that that wasn't the true God. And that they were worshiping an idol that wasn't going to answer anything for them or do anything for them. It's amazing the times that God does come to our rescue. Or when he sends angels down too. We all have angels that protect us wherever we go. In the movie, The Divination... People, if you have not seen that movie, you need to watch it. You will see a true demon angels fighting, like literally fighting for you. Satan is fighting to take you to hell. The angels are protecting you. And it's your choice who you're going to listen to, what you're going to do. That's the thing. Please be strong enough. And it's hard sometimes. Ooh, I've been there to where I didn't listen to the right things. And we comfort ourselves in, you know, alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be, because we don't want to feel, we don't want to think. And if he gets you going down that path and he gets you to doing that every day, you're going to be to a point to where you can't help yourself anymore. And that's what he wants. Try to snap out of it. That's absolutely what he wants. Yeah. He wants you to think that there's no way out. He makes you feel that way in hopes that you'll take your life also. And then he'll have you if you're not a child of God. Right. But it's just crazy what we have to fight against. 
the powers and the principalities. But that is our life. And then we've got the story of Paul and Silas. And they were severely beaten. Severely. And they sang praises to the Lord. Yes, they did. And they had just gotten back from a mission trip. When you are in the direction God wants you to be, when you have your heart on fire for God, when you're preparing for a mission trip, or even coming back from a mission trip, and it makes Satan happy. You know, if you're not on God's mission, he'll take you so far, and then he's going to go on to somebody else and take them down also. But if you're on fire for God, then he's got something to struggle with, with you. And that's where we have to be prepared to fight and it's and have, a fight it is a fight and have faith and have faith and yeah. fight so just think about us saying what Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego said if we are thrown into the blazing fire the God we serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand but even if he does not we want you to know your majesty we will not serve your gods because Life is eternal. And you got to look at that too. And it's hard sometimes. Some people don't believe in heaven or hell or, or that you go on. They just think you're buried in the ground and that's the end of it. Right. We've discussed that a few times before. Yes, exactly. Said, mm-hmm. Well, my friends will be there. Well, your friends might be there. But. Um, you won't be having a party with your friends in hell if that's where you decide to go. Eternal life. I don't want to burn in hell. I want to... And even though... Think about this, though, Kay. All right. Go to church. You're singing in the praise. You're hanging out with Christians. And you're having good, clean fun. You're not a Christian. You're going into bars. You're doing drugs. Life is really dark. You have just Satan and his demons around you. You don't have any peace. I've heard people say, I don't have any peace. I hate what I'm doing. Yet I continue to do it over and over again And I don't know that I want to become a Christian because I will have to give up this. And I will have to give up that. There's crutches, but we all have addictions. It doesn't matter. Food, smoking, drinking, drugs. It doesn't matter. God's going to accept you the way you are. You don't have to give up anything. Just give your life to him. And he will deliver you from your addiction. Sometimes it's immediate. I've seen it immediate to where people literally quit doing drugs or drinking and never looked back and never had a problem. Right. Me, no. I smoked for 40 years. That was, I just had that addictive personality and I needed those cigarettes. I just did. 
I was embarrassed of it, though, and I didn't want Christians seeing me smoke because I didn't want to be judged. Or, you're not a Christian because you smoke cigarettes. Well, yes, I am a Christian. I smoke. I know I smoke, but I love the Lord, and he's a big part of my life. That's um, how the world thinks, Teresa. Uh, The world thinks that if you're a Christian, you should be perfect, that you shouldn't have things that hinder you. Um, It's not what the Lord wants. It's not what God wants. He does a desire once you become his child to continue, you know, with those things in your lifestyle. I was going to speak for myself. I believe that he knows when we're ready to have a severe conviction over those things. Any of those things because I was a smoker for a long time also, were not pleasing to God. In my flesh, I was holding on to them. Right. I was. And yeah. it hurts your testimony, too. Oh, yes, it does. It really hurts your testimony. That's why yes. I hit it. Right. Because I didn't want anybody else to fall on my account. Right. Like you said... You call yourself a Christian and you do this and you do that. Well, I don't want any part of that if that's your Christianity. Oh, it's hard to try to be perfect for people. <laughs> it just, yeah, it is. But we're all sinners and we fight every day. We fight every day to be better. Right. We do. God knows our heart. I mean, that's true. He does. Mm-hmm. And all we can do is... Um, surrender. Pray God for the strength. I've had to do that. Just like everybody here, they praised God and they did not bow to the idols. Right. And look what God did. And even, they knew, even if they didn't get rescued, they were still going to praise Him because they know where they knew where they were going regardless. It didn't matter. Right. I've heard some people say I just wish God would take me I'm so tired on this earth they've had a rough life and they've tried and they've struggled really really hard to get through life and you do see God's people sometimes suffer a lot yeah and it's hard yes it's very hard yes it is Teresa it is very hard um God knows God, bottom line, God knows your heart. And I know of people that have not been able to overcome, Teresa, alcohol or drugs. But they love the Lord. They yes. did. And, and they're the, gone, you mean? And it, they're it gone. It took them? Yes, it, and, it, and it took them. Okay. It did. Um, attempt after attempt after attempt. Usually, they go into a place where they are closet drinkers or closet smokers or closet drug users. And eventually your body's going to just give Give out. out. It is because you cannot continue to do those things to your body and expect to continue to live because it's destroying your insides. That's what I'm saying. That's where Satan gets you to the point. Even children of God 
because he just wants them off the earth so they can't tell people about the goodness of God. Right. So he's going to take any Christian as soon as he can. Just keep fighting. Everyday fight. That's all I can say. It took me years. But you can do it. I remember a doctor telling me if it takes you 101 times to quit, Teresa, do it. And I never forgot that. You got this. But like you said, Kay, you can't continue to keep doing things to your body and expect... You could do that when you were 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, your body can handle it. Well, I'm not going to say yeah because young kids are dying because of that stuff as well. But uh, handle it a lot better than middle-aged or older. But just stop it before it gets a grip on your life. And if it has a grip on your life, reach out and get help. There's plenty of places now to get help. Yes, there is. It's not taboo anymore like it was back in the day. It's just not. Right. You don't need to be ashamed. Being 60 and all this stuff I went through, if I need help, I'm going to go sign up. If I need therapy and I need to talk to somebody... I'm making an appointment. I don't care what people think. I just don't care. I'm taking care of me. Everybody needs to take care of themselves. They just do. And it's okay. And it's okay. It is. I was thinking of back here to our... The enemy had taken a seat at my table. And I was allowing myself to listen to... A killer. A killer. We're allowing ourselves to die. Yeah, so I pray that um, whoever those that are listening to this podcast, I believe that God has placed you in the presence of our voices. Maybe this is something that you need to hear today. Satan is out there to kill, steal, and destroy. If it's something that you cannot overcome yourself, even crying out to God, but it just keeps coming back there is help out there there is there's many programs out there for people will walk with you that are experiencing the same thing that you have listen to their testimonies and you know too what i find really encouraging now churches have different group groups overcomers of alcohol i mean it's not in This is what's needed. This is how we need to help people. You can't hide this stuff. This is real life. We all sin. We all have habits. We all have addictions. And we need places to go to and not be judged. And even if they judge me, don't care. I seriously don't care. Back in the day, I would have. No, I need to take care of me. And if you're embarrassed and you don't even want to share it with anybody at church, that is Satan trying to keep a hold on you. There are so many people who would love to reach out to you and help you in church or or anywhere. Just let it go, and you're going to feel ten times better. Okay, you can go ahead and end the show today. We thank you for your time today. Uh, We pray that we're being a blessing to you. Um, we're going to come back next week and continue on in faith and 
We just pray that you're inspired, encouraged, lifted up, and we thank you for your time today. God bless you. I'm Teresa. And I'm Kay. Have a great week.